Atheist Nomads, episode 197, The Name of God. The podcast you're about to listen to includes cursing and talking about hoo-hahs. Please be advised. Welcome to another episode of Atheist Nomads. I'm Dustin. Joining me as always is Wesley. Hey, everybody. And Lauren. Hello. How's everybody doing? Okay. I'm super tired. kind of over my cold. Okay. Aw, cold suck. Snuggle a narwhal. (laughs) (laughs) I've had this for over a week now. It sucks. Damn. That does. Yeah. (laughs) I've I've been really super tired for about eight weeks, and I have seven more months to go. And then the sleep no deprivation starts. No. <laughs> no. All right. So uh, don't forget, we have the live recording of episode 200 coming up on May 20 at 3 p.m. Mountain. That's 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern. If you're elsewhere in the world, the, the not U.S. part of the world, then, um, yeah, use a, a time zone calculator. Uh, it's going to be fun. 200 minutes. That works out to three hours and 20 minutes. Uh, it is going to be a blast. There is an event on the Facebook page, uh, and you can also find it at atheistnomads.com slash 200. The finished product will be still the live recording, but it will be released in two parts since I would not subject anybody on a podcast feed to three hours and 20 minutes. Especially when most of us probably just going to be us bullshitting with friends. Yeah, yeah. It'll still be... Doing it naked makes it better. An an hour and 40 minutes each time, so it'll it'll be fun. (laughs) Moving on to Dustin off the degree, this time we are going to talk about the name of God. We we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of the inspiration on it. It is a follow-up on the Jehovah's Witness bit about their end days beliefs. And the whole name Jehovah is something that has gone out of style in the vast majority of Christian denominations because it's based on a 22 to 2300-year-old translation error. No way. Mm. Yeah. No, 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 you're supposed to say Yahweh. Oh, sorry, sorry, Yahweh. Uh, so what had happened... Perfect setup. Yeah, yeah. What had happened was uh, the, the Hebrew scripture had Yahweh. Ah, ruined. Without vowels. Because Hebrew, like Semitic languages, do not natively have vowels. They can sometimes be added in with vowel points for non-native people to have an easier time reading it. But if you are a native fluent reader then, or an speaker, then you are not going to see vowels. Uh, when I was in Jordan, the uh, Arabic script on buildings and the like, no vowels. Um, but it was in my textbooks. And so what they did was, at one point, they had added in the vowel points, and since Jews were very worried after the exile of breaking any of the commandments, they wanted to make sure they didn't take the Lord's name in vain. And the best way to do that, don't use God's name. Mm. So instead of Yahweh, they started going with Adonai, which means Lord. And to (laughs) signify that with adding the vowel points as Hebrew proficiency among the Jews was going down... They used the vowel points for Adonai so that you couldn't read it as a coherent word, and those would remind you to say Adonai instead of Yahweh. Hmm. The scribes that did the Septuagint, the 70 of them, tried to actually do what they weren't supposed to and put it all together. So they used the consonants for Yahweh and the vowels for Adonai And fast forward to the King James, and that became Jehovah in English. Huh. It's a translation error. Yeah, it does not exist. Uh, So at this point, yeah, there are probably a few other holdouts, but the Jehovah's Witnesses are the main ones that have stuck to it since it's in their name. Them switching to being Yahweh's witnesses would be about as bad as Adventists saying, uh, let's go ahead and go to church on Sunday now. Ooh. Okay, not quite, but it'd be it'd be pretty bad. Um, yeah. But what's interesting is there's even a little bit more with that, because God's name in the Old Testament wasn't always used. Uh, and it was interesting that the Jews went to Adonai because... Adonai, as it appears in the Old Testament, 
is almost always referring to a human. So talking to a king or a, a noble, my lord, not God. Maybe Adonai Yahweh or Adonai El because, you know, Lord God, but never just Lord. That was a human title, not a divine title. And uh, Jews eventually did end up making Adonai a taboo word as well. And they have since moved on to Hashem or the name. And realistically, it's probably not going to be too much longer before that too is taboo for the Jews. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Once it's, it's too thoroughly the name of God, then it, it, they have to stop using it. Uh, but, Once it gets too popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you also. be all hipster about that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but there's a couple other names of God that got used. There was El. Yeah. And Elohim. El is the, the generic uh, Hebrew word for, for God. Elohim is plural. Elohim usually shows up in the Old Testament referring to the gods of other tribes or false gods. Um, but in a couple of cases, in particular in Genesis chapter 1, Elohim is used to refer to the Jewish God, which is why you have in Genesis chapter 1... Let us make man in our own image. It's plural. Uh, theologians will try to explain that away as, oh, it's it's the royal we. Like, the Queen of England never would say I. It's always we. Yeah. I always thought that that was just uh, talking about all the little petty local gods. Elohim. Before he, before he got a big head and... Yeah, Elohim usually was referring to the local petty gods, and using the royal we is reading a medieval and modern concept back onto an ancient people. Uh, Not a good idea. That is not accurate. The more likely explanation is that whoever wrote Genesis chapter 1 believed the gods created the heavens and the earth and made man in their image. And that as time progressed and the Jewish concept of God progressed, uh, there were no more other gods. There was just the one. And so they had to read back into it their current understanding. <laughs> just like how Christians read back into the Old Testament, the God of the New Testament. It, no, no, that is a, a very different character. Yeah, totally cheating. And, and if you do that, you are... are committing some of the worst cultural misappropriation and are basically LARPing. <laughs> nice. Live action role playing. <laughs> oh, it actually has a meaning. <laughs> oh yeah. LARPing is like people who play D and D, but yeah. they have swords and yeah, they, they do it in the park. Uh, I, I was going for cultural anachronism. Oh, Okay. Yeah. yeah, then you want to use cultural and okay, LARPing actually sorry. means something specific. Okay, sorry. No Very of, nerdy. No offense meant to the, the LARPers. No, but... total offense meant to the LARPers. If you want to play, <laughs> play D&D like real people. Hey, I'm, I'm sh- actually, I know a, a couple of our listeners are LARPers. They should still feel bad. <laughs> no, actually, they could kick my ass So uh, with a PVC pipe staff. So cultural misappropriation and, and cultural anachronisms. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> Uh, sorry about the confusion, but yeah, it, uh, <laughs> the reading back of modern understanding on historical text is bad. Don't do it. You should be ashamed of yourself. Unless you're dressing up as Star Trek characters at a Renaissance convention, then go for it. Uh, what? Go to a Renaissance festival, dressed up as Star Trek characters. Do it's people hilarious. do that? They should. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'll bring the tricorder the around. Tricorder. And, like, They'll they'll analyze people like interesting, strange culture. You know, just how primitive. Fuck, just trying to fuck with people at the at the Ren Fair. Huh. Now if you're trying to do that and be consistent with the Star Trek universe, of especially if they you're totally in shouldn't do that. If you're in next generation uniform, um, then you need to do like when they were observing the proto Vulcan culture and were really? trying to not be observed. Right, you, so you'd have people in Star Trek uniforms with a robe on, or some like terrible disguise, mm. wandering around with tricorders and phasers. Be even better. So you're a what genius. you do is dress up like you're supposed <laughs> to be at the Ren Fair, but then put on like a 
elf ears and look yeah. like a Vulcan. And then eventually just let your robe start to loosen a little bit so they can see the, oh, the Star Trek unless uniform. Unless you're Kirk, then the whole thing just is torn off. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you know, go around everywhere saying, interesting. You know, or, or Fascinating. Shit. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> throw tribbles at people. I don't know. It would be great. Yeah. It'd be fun. Wow. We got way off topic. I enjoyed that topic far more than. Yeah. No. Far was, more than the, the evolving name of, of God or the gods. Only because we had this conversation already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the dogs distracted me from oh, fa- half of it. But Generation or Genesis 1 is a lot more interesting if you read it as the gods. Well, that explains the human dimorphism too it does there was female gods and male gods versus this whole rib thing oh and we're also going to add titties i don't uh-huh. know why titties. well yeah, i know everything's why better with <laughs> everything's better with titties all right let's go ahead and take a break and then we'll be back with news Atheist Nomads is proudly brought to you by Archway Hosting. Check out their low-price, full-featured hosting solutions at archwayhosting.com. That's A-R-C-H-W-A-Y hosting.com. Hey, we're also brought to you by listeners just like you. Find out how you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash atheistnomads. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash atheistnomads. Trump is expected to sign an executive order on Thursday, the day of release of this episode, and this will correspond with the National Day of Prayer. This order is something that he promised the religious right during the campaign, and it's expected to not be very different than the draft that was released in February. Mm. And the uh, and it's probably about like Mike Pence's last attempt at religious liberty. Meaning everyone can discriminate as much as they want. Oh, hooray. It's about to be fun to be a Satanist. This is like, uh, what was it? Burwell v. Hobby Lobby on steroids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So this is not good for anybody. (laughs) I I really want to see some some, uh, Muslims uh, or Jews uh, totally uh, disrespecting a bunch of Christians in their stores. I, I I want to see this flipped around. Now, the part I'm... So my level of concern with this starts with, are we going to see more in stores? How is this going to play between existing federal law, the executive order, and various state laws? And are they going to try to extend it to employment? Because that could be scary. Well... Like for you know, there's that whole no religious test thing, but uh, that would work that's for just your for job. Office. That's just for government jobs. Yeah. Well, what about those of us per- whose employer is being bought by a Catholic hospital? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there might just be. Hail Satan! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I know, like in our case, oh, we'd be protected under Idaho state law, which is amazing. Idaho has a pretty spectacular Human Rights Act hmm. that we're still trying to get to add the words sexual orientation and gender identity. But besides that, but other than that, it's pretty thorough for every other category of human, including religion, um, you are solidly protected under state law. Yeah, but if a federal order supersedes that, right? Uh, if the right that, lawsuit went through, it would all yeah, it would all depend on how it would play out in court and executive orders. Federal law trumps <laughs> state Sorry. law, but executive orders are weird. They're I, they're in a, a weird quasi legal state that like they're supposed to elaborate on interpreting federal law or dictating federal policy. Like actions of of government agencies, not establish legal anything. So it would still require a lawsuit to go through to the Supreme Court to actually do anything. Yeah. But it has already, like Wesley said. There's precedent. Hobby Lobby. Yeah. That's precedent. Hobby Lobby was an intentionally very narrow ruling. 
yeah, but it's still a test case and it came out. Yeah. And now the, the, uh, court has definitely shifted to the right. And there's a decent chance that in the next year to three years, he could get another person in there. I know. Hold on, little Ginsburg. Hold on. <laughs> she really is so tiny. Ginsburg, the art, Breyer, Kennedy. Kennedy's the one Sato- that would. Sotomayor? No, she's young. Sotomayor. Sotomayor. Yeah. She'll be around for a while. Yeah. But uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the she's RBG. She's a badass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. This is this is going to be interesting. It'll be quite interesting. Moving along, uh, there will be no federal money to fight weed. So, uh, <laughs> quite the headline. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You ever tried so, to fight uh, something on weed? <laughs> you want to get high? Man, my voice, my cold is. I can't do my towelie. Oh um, no, that's okay. He's the worst character. He, yeah, pretty much. But, um, so, you know, a bipartisan group of Democrats, Republicans agreed on Sunday to a trillion dollars in government spending to avoid a shutdown. Hooray for not shutting down. Hooray. I was impressed Uh, they extended it because originally that was only going to be for another week. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I know. Good for them. (laughs) Uh, When they, when, when somebody mentioned shutdown, I'm like, what? I get a few days off and I'll get paid later. Let's do this. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, a trillion dollars. So a uh, 1.5 billion went to border security, 12.5 for new military spending. And in all of that trillion, not a fucking cent for that big eared fuck and his, his <laughs> war on weed. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the move quashes potential plans to try and prevent 44 states plus DC and the territories of Guam and Puerto Rico from implementing their own laws that authorize the use, distribution, possession, or cultivation of medical marijuana. So, yeah, I don't know why, but uh, seriously, Jeff Sessions has a hard-on for weed. He says, I am astonished to hear people suggest that we could solve our heroin crisis by legalizing marijuana. So people can trade one life-wrecking dependency for another that's only slightly less awful. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) Talk about a false equivalency. Slightly less awful? Only Binging on Doritos is so much more horrible than dying in the gutter of overdosing? That's... That's like you know what? if you get a bad case of of couch lock and you're just sitting there gorging <laughs> on fucking ho hoes and shit. Carrots, man, that's the secret. Always have a carrots? bag of carrots. No, fucking ho hoes. That's the no, perfect man. time for ho hoes. <laughs> There's always a perfect time for ho hoes. Man, that's like the difference ho-hos between tatas. Between cigarettes and Mountain Dew. Twinkies. Cigarettes and Mountain Dew, exactly. It's like, how dare you? How dare you give up cigarettes so that you could take up caffeine? Ah, uh, well, God damn. Now that being said, I am not a fan of state medical marijuana because that should be handled through the normal FDA. Uh, well, I would love to get FDA prescription process, and and I would love to get the. Um, uh, ATF mm-hmm. and every huh? Yes, it should be ATF. It should be recreational. Yeah, uh, not basically, medical. Well, both. The, the medical should happen with studies and proper approval for prescri- prescribing for medical purposes, and then it should be paid for by insurance. Well, yeah, I'll be fine. I'll be cool with that too. <laughs> uh, but at this point in time, that's just not happening. So I applaud states for taking this this direction and actually, you know, allowing it for now. Uh, but yes, this should be just a a federal thing, and they should just like suck it up and say, "Hey, you know what? Sorry that we fucking wrecked weed for everybody for for so long because it's like way better for you or less bad for you than than alcohol ever was." And definitely way, 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 way less bad than heroin. Holy shit, yeah. 
Oh, man. And, and one of the areas where <laughs> marijuana for medical uses has some of the best evidence is pain management. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Get off those opioids. Even if it almost, if it just barely almost works to help with pain compared to opiates, we should do it. Seriously addicting opioids. <laughs> Fucking expensive opioids. And insurance companies shit. should be paying for it, and doctors should be free to prescribe it. Heck, with all the lawsuits that are starting to come through, um, I would be surprised if insurance companies actually wanted to switch over to marijuana just to avoid all these lawsuits. <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry we flooded the market with opiates and got your entire generation addicted to it. Uh, yeah. Here, have some weed. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Yeah. That's not how it would happen, though. No, it's not. Oh, man. They would just charge more for the weed. <laughs> so, yeah, that gave me a, a, a lovely chuckle, and so I'm happy to uh, tell everybody this little story. <laughs> All right. So, moving on along, uh, our favorite uh, ex-judge... Uh, with a story to follow that's going to turn your stomach. Um, yeah. I, he says, I suffered persecution for trying to block gay marriage. So um, I persecuted, I persecuted people and they got mad, but I'm going to call it persecution. Well, because he doesn't view what he did as persecution. No, it, he views it as biblically correct. Mm-hmm. He was standing up for what was right. Yeah. You haven't mentioned his name yet. <laughs> I did. Roy Moore, our, the, the ex-judge. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you just I said the I haven't mentioned his, his new possible title. That's okay. that's Dustin's story. Uh-huh. Uh. But uh, he got, uh, recently he got interviewed by uh, Sandy Rios of the American Family Radio Station. He He had this to say, I did nothing wrong under the canons. I did nothing wrong legally. I did everything according to the law, but of course, if you speak up today, you're going to suffer persecution. I don't like to be persecuted. I don't like for people to persecute me without any cause, but that's just what Christians are supposed to do. I was persecuted without cause simply because I opposed the agenda of the homosexual and transgender groups. Uh, he's talking about the, the SPLC, the Southern Poverty Law Center which he said is probably the biggest hate group in our country because they hate God and they hate (laughs) anything about God and Christianity. And they're going to continue their deception by hiding behind the word hate. That's awesome. That's fucking that shitty. Sounds like typical morning radio talk. You know, when he said at the beginning, I did nothing wrong under the canons. I mean, he's talking about religious texts. He's talking about the Bible, right? Probably a mix of that and legal stuff. I mean, I've never heard of legal texts of any sort ever being called canon. No, legal that canon, definitely had a religious overtone. It, it, I, I think I've heard that, heard it in that context before. Hmm. Okay. But generally canon, like if you refer to canon law, that is Catholic church I mean, law. We're talking about Roy Moore here. He's not the sharpest tool on the, in the tool bag there. Yeah. I'm kind of figuring he means religious canons. Yeah, yeah. That would have to. So, yeah. <laughs> and he specifically talks about law later. Um, so, yeah, th- this guy is trying to make a stay biblically correct, air quotes like a motherfucker, biblically correct world. From oh, the bench. Well, previously. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to spread that out before uh, you finish or you finish this story with. Yeah. So he's now twice been removed from his position as Alabama Supreme Court Chief Justice for yep. defying federal judge orders. One for not removing the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And the second was for ignoring the federal law that says, uh, well, gay marriage is the law of the land. Yeah. You can if you love somebody, you can marry them. Although to clarify, that was Supreme Court ruling applying the Fourteenth Amendment to 
include uh, sexual orientation. Um, but yeah, anyway, so he yeah he he stood up against that and lost. He fought the law and the law won. <laughs> and he has now announced his candidacy to replace Jeff Sessions in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. Change one baddie for another, huh? So, so what happened was Jeff Sessions was midterm. So when he resigned his seat in the Senate, per Alabama law... Would that be a midterm abortion? <laughs> oh, if only. Per Alabama law, the governor appointed the lieutenant governor to fill the seat until a special election can be held, which is coming up. Originally, it was going to be at the midterms, and he got kind of nervous about how Republicans are going to do in the midterms and decided, no, (laughs) it's going to be this year in November. Hmm. Interesting. So an off year. like some sweat on their brow. As off of an off year as you can get. And uh, Roy Moore wants that. (laughs) There is reason to be concerned uh, about a a, uh, that that election. (laughs) Oh yeah, because places all around the country are are looking like they might go in a different direction, Mm -hmm. either Democrat or progressive. I mean, even Feinstein's getting challenged now. Oh wow! Yeah. And he's got a decent chance. Hmm. So will be interesting to see is, are we going to get a true 1850s replay, which is where the political everything matches the best? Oh, my God. He's been on this 1850s diatribe for weeks. Months. Oh, do tell. Months. Since about a year, actually, now. Um, but the one of the things that happened in the 1850s was... The one of the major two major parties flipped got replaced. Mm. Oh, the Whigs, yeah. In in like five years, the Whigs died and were replaced by the Republicans. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if that happens again. I think it'd be more likely that just a different uh establishment would take over in in uh one or both parties. Sorry, wigs are already dead. That's what makes them wigs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's 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 getting into speculation that is is not worthy of this show. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a break, and then we'll be back with uh, some interesting uh, stories Wesley has. Uh oh. We love hearing from our listeners. You can email us at contact at atheistnomads.com, tweet us at atheistnomads, send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash atheistnomads, or better yet, call us and leave us a message at 541-203-0666. We might even play it on the show. You can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast directory of choice. Lauren continued laughing through almost the entire break. The wig thing. I just imagine these guys walking around with these like ferrets on their heads. <laughs> it's like no, they have to be dead ferrets. That's what makes them wigs. Aww. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm done. Uh, don't All worry. Right. No ferrets were killed in the making of wigs. Uh, maybe. Probably slaves though. Oh. So, that's even so uh, a couple days ago. Uh, I noticed a story on Raw Story that uh, gave me a chuckle and a, a just a just a like what's going on. Uh, saw that Steve Bannon, uh, one of Trump's favorite people, uh, is up for a possible job with the um, Heritage Foundation, which is a right wing, very conservative think tank slash uh, political action group. And, um, yeah, uh, and I was like, wait, Steve Bannon's already got a job. And I was like, wait, um, Jim DeMint has a job too. And that's head of the heritage foundation. So, uh, anyways, I just filed that away for a while. And anyways, um, so, uh, today I see an article saying that, uh, DeMint, uh, resigns as heritage president. I've also seen stories where he was fired, but 
no whatever okay so yeah. um yeah um apparently dement and the foundation's uh board of trustees uh definitely had a falling out a disagreement a differing uh differing ideas and you know you know he Dement is actually the guy that really made the Heritage Foundation, like, a big name. Um, you know, they used to just be a, a think tank back in the in the shadows, but uh, Dement got them, like, you know, front row center, mm-hmm. got them to be a political pow- powerhouse, really. Right, because they used to just do things like write policies, like the one that eventually became Obamacare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, uh, shit, 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 shit. The, the, the good Mormon before it was Romney. Obamacare. Rom- it was yeah. Romney care. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was the plan that they'd written in the nineties when they thought Hillary Clinton might actually get uh single payer healthcare. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to offer a, a conservative alternative that would preserve the insurance companies and their profits. <laughs> well, for whatever reason, Dementa is out. Uh, and that leaves uh, Steve Bannon, who definitely has a job in the White House. So, yeah. uh, I, so far as I hope, you ke- they won't allow him to have both jobs at the same time. Ooh, I mean, that would be bad. What is his it current job bad. at the White House? He got kicked off the council. Yeah, well, he's still Trump's well, chief strategist. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, but you know, it, it hasn't really stopped Jared, uh, <laughs> Kirshner from, from being, you know, CEO or anything of all of his shit. So, ooh. yeah. Or Ivanka um, from continuing to run her, her clothing her, line. Yeah. Well, and other businesses. That, that's, that's, yeah, it's actually pretty shitty, but, um, with any luck, um, Steve Bannon will, you know, resign, hopefully, maybe. But it, you know, it's uh Yeah, it's I'd a rather hope. have it's him be hope. the head of the Heritage Foundation than have anything to do with our actual government. Now, I've actually got a... I really don't want to see him at the Heritage Foundation. Oh, I don't either, but... Um, That's you know, actually a powerful group. Yeah, I know. He'd it make is. it crumble to the ground. It would be hilarious. Maybe mm. that or just use it to spread... Crazy. Bannon is a tire fire. <laughs> just... Bannon is a tire fire that uh, people listen to. Yeah. He has a lot I mean, of, of fans. He still has a lot of pool with uh, Breitbart peoples. Uh, conspiracy people of all stripes. Yeah. Uh, but the Hill, uh, the Hill.com had a story out today also talking about Heritage Action Chief won't say if Bannon will take over the Heritage Foundation. But if they won't say no, then that means yes. It kind of might. Kind of might. So, yeah, mm. a lot of speculation and rumors floating around. And Dement's out of a job, so... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And with, with uh, Krishner's new role, there has been a lot of speculation mm. that Bannon is out, so... Oh, a little side note that I've, yeah. I've uh, seen recently is that... Uh, some some uh, of Trump's supporters, you know, some of those very vocal uh, right white supremacists are very pissed at Trump uh, because he's listening to a Jew, a.k.a. Oh. Well, Jared Kushner. Huh. Interesting. So, yeah. You know, some people just can't be happy. <laughs> Moving on to another court thing. Um, five men have filed a lawsuit in U.S. District Court in Boise against the Boy Scouts and Mormon Church over the sexual abuse they were victims of during their time as scouts, claiming that the BSA and LDS Church were aware of the pedophiles and covered up the risk. Oh, snap. And totally believable. The response of the Boy Scouts and Mormons is, yes, we know, we've already dealt with this. Harsh. Well... You know what? You know who should deal with it? The courts. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Just like put we've that already paid them off once. We promised we they wouldn't do We shuffled them this. around. We already knew. We moved them somewhere else. 
God, why are you bringing this up again? Yeah. I did uh, think that the, the new, it was kind of old boys, hat news. The way they were but... dressed in those short, short pants, they were asking for it. Those neckerchiefs were <laughs> so sexy. Don't diss a neckerchief. But yeah. You're... Hey, I wore the neckerchief. <laughs> but Lauren, you're, you're right. Most of these suits were back in 10 years ago. 2000s. Yeah. It, most of these already were covered and... Hopefully the Boy Scouts have taken uh, steps to protect the Scouts, but yeah. I don't know. I've never liked the Scouts. I think that they, they're they kind of corrupt and cover-up-y anyway. Yeah. And Mormony. Here they are. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Across much of the country, they uh-huh. are. Yeah, they have gotten themselves... There, there's a reason why Baptists have their own organization and Adventists have their own youth oh, organization. Yeah, I always thought it was non-denominational. And technically, yes, but no, it's it's pretty Mormon and like the Scout troops yeah. are separated by wards around here. It's... Yeah, <laughs> well, Boy Scouts are definitely the Mormon uh, okay, okay. group. Boys you could always group. tell um, who on the street was Mormon because they would buy the uh, Memorial Day flags mm. from uh, the Boy Scout troops. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's literally a flag declaring but, your religion. Yeah, uh, when when they opened up the Mormon church uh, near my parents' house, like literally just not even a quarter mile from them up their road, and they didn't actually upgrade the road like they were supposed to or maintain the grounds like they were supposed to, although apparently they did actually mow this year. Uh, oh. But they uh, they did an open house, and I happened to be in town when they were doing that and went through, and it was like, oh, Boy Scouts are Mormon. Is this a do they brand make you wear the new... booties? A... No, not for a church. They do for the temple. Okay. Uh, which uh, I went through the, the tour of the temple when it was desecrated here in Boise for mm-hmm. renovations. Desecration. Uh, but yeah, they uh, went, it went through this tour and there was a huge, huge section of it. Like it felt like it was like an eighth of the entire church was dedicated mm-hmm. to Boy Scouts. Wow. And it was like, okay, this is not just a, they sponsor a troop. This is more. Okay. Well, that explains why my parents never wanted us involved. Yeah. That and the money. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I still have a couple Mormons in my office and, you know, they, they are all about the fucking Eagle Scouts all, all over the shit. Mm-hmm. Talking about, you know, this, this kid is a, on his way to being an Eagle Scout and this one and that one. and Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, they're all about the... <laughs> the fuck but where yeah, would we be without all of those stupid little community projects? Well, what I would like... Like the new benches at the diamond, uh, yeah. baseball diamond. What I would like whatever. to see is Eagle Scouts being removed from preferential uh, military enlistment and service academy appointment. Yeah. Since that is a religious organization, that should not get you any benefit in the government. It does give you a certain set of skills that you can then track someone down who kidnapped your daughter and kill them. That was yeah, a good movie. But... <laughs> what movie was that? Taken. Taken, yeah. 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 Certain mm. set of skills. All right. Uh, <laughs> Representative Randy Weber, Republican of Texas was praying at an event called Washington, a man of prayer, despite the fact that Washington was a deist. And the following was a part of his prayer that I had to edit down quite a bit because he forgot Matthew 6, 5, and 7, which I will read before I play the excerpt from his prayer. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners. That they may be seen by others. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. And with that in mind, I give you the following. I can see where that's going. Father, we have endeavored to take the Bible out of classrooms, the Ten Commandments off the walls. Oh, Lord, forgive us 
Father, we think we're so smart. We've replaced. Father, we've trampled on your institution, holy institution of holy matrimony and tried to rewrite what it is. And we've called it an alternate lifestyle. Father, oh, Father, please, please forgive us. Lord, we have gone to killing the most innocent amongst us, your servant Moses, our descendants. And we're calling it a choice. Oh, God in heaven, forgive us, please. Yeah, I had well, to edit from, out. For my count, he hit like five orgasms right there. <laughs> oh, God. And oh ended God. weeping. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I kind of do that when I like, you know, end a little too quick. But, yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I had to edit out many of the empty phrases that he was heaping up. <laughs> Uh, he, he got quite repetitive, especially with a lot of, oh, father, oh, father, please forgive us. Please forgive us. Oh, father, please forgive us. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Where art thou? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure all of the Christians around are like, oh, this man is such a godly man, a good and loyal servant in our capital. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which is first, like, okay, so I was editing from an already edited down excerpt, but the start of his prayer was all about how we need God to take over the government. Hell yeah. And he's in Congress. Yeah. Idiots voted him in. Well, it is Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, what are you going to do? But vote his fucking ass out. Please, please, Texas. Please. Please. As a listener of the show, I'm going to assume you love my sexy vocal stylings. If you love the rest of the show as much as my voice, consider giving us the resources we desperately need to purchase quality cocaine and Red Bull. We make it super easy to make a one-time donation or to support us on a per-episode monthly or even annual basis using PayPal or Patreon. Find out more at atheistnomads.com. Use the links on the right side of the page. A dollar an episode is all we ask. Veterans Memorial Park in Belle Plaine, Minnesota, has a monument with a soldier kneeling before a cross that created a lengthy fight. FFRF gave them a choice. Take it down, or allow other displays. Well, or go to court. They decided to allow other displays and have now accepted the Satanic Temple's Yay! application. We love Satanic Temple. And the oh, it's going to be so awesome. Monument design is quite lovely. It's a big, it's simple, and lovely black yeah. cube with pentagrams and a soldier's helmet. I did see that. Yeah, I saw a picture yeah. of that. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, is that a Borg cube or something?" Oh no, wait. <laughs> I thought it was like Viking runes or something. No, it was a pentagram. That was awesome. It's it's pretty nice. Yeah, they yeah. could have just left the guy kneeling. <laughs> to like, oh, what's the one you see? The the soldier kneeling with the gun and the helmet sitting on the gun. They could have yeah. done that. Yeah. They didn't. Well. Really wanted that cross in there. Mm-hmm. Now we yeah. get to have a cube. Oh, and it actually would be one of the best displays to do for a Veterans Memorial Park would be a single empty chair at a table, which at military dinners is always there with a POW flag. Yeah. The yeah. seat that's being yeah. saved for the for those who didn't come home. That would be more fitting than a guy kneeling before a goddamn cross. Blasphemous. But, no. That's but all Christian. right. But every, everybody is Christian, right? Everybody. So. Everybody. Everybody that matters. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, well, a retired CIA officer published a report in the Washington Post, or or at least was heavily quoted for one, um, that uh, Russia has been intentionally gaining themselves the favor of the far right in the U.S. Duh. <laughs> and that they've been duped. That the far right has been duped? Uh-huh. Well, duh, duh. Yeah. This is... Uh, it's a double duh. What's funny is we've 
we talked about this last week that this is what's happening that they're being duped that Russians the Russians don't care about things that evangelicals want they don't like evangelicals they are persecuting evangelicals but they can all agree on hating the gays <laughs> ah fuck yeah some of the stories that are coming out of Chechnya are are particularly cold-blooded mm-hmm well, on a high note, though, uh, Megyn Kelly is going over to Russia to interview Vladimir Putin for her new TV show on NBC. Really? That's yeah, no shit. Wow. Yep. Scraping the bottom of the barrel to save that last shred of reputation. <laughs> bottom, scraping the bottom of the barrel twice. Well, Megyn Kelly and Vladimir Putin. I would say if you could get an interview with Putin I mean, the that, news, that's, that's pretty good. Well, I mean, it's good for her career, <laughs> but I mean, Megyn Kelly's left Fox for justifiably good reasons. Um, but I, I think that she's helping to right wingify NBC or hmm. give them some some right wing cred. And you know, there's been a lot of a lot of. Uh, saying Putin's not such a bad guy. He's he's misunderstood and all this stupid shit from he's the right side. He's a strong leader. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good guy huh. after all that killing that he did. Yeah. And is doing. So Wow. So, no, he's he's a tyrant. I, I That's yeah, it. He's just a tyrant. Yeah. So <laughs> um anything hmm. to make our guy look better. Millionaire televangelist Faith Healing Asswipe Benny Hen's <laughs> office has been raided by the IRS, Criminal Investigations Department, and the Postal Inspection Police. Ah, persecution. <laughs> oh, Benny the Postal? Hen. The Postal Inspection Police. off the post office. That would suggest he's been involved in both tax evasion and mail fraud. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, he's getting donations from across state lines. That's mail fraud. Yep. <laughs> this is awesome. Hooray. Take that, asshole. Fucking hey. I've, I've heard of this guy. I've never office. seen him in person. So this is wonderful news, though. He's from uh, Israel. Did not know that. Oh, interesting. Jaffa. All right. And yeah. our final story is a science one. Yay! Yay! Paleontologists have found a 130,000-year-old Mastodon skeleton near modern-day San Diego that appears <laughs> to have been smashed by humans. Whoa. Dun-dun-dun, Mastodon. Humans <laughs> didn't arrive in the region for another 100,000 years. Or so we thought. Well, more than another 100,000 years. So, what the hell? I bet it was a meteorite. God did it. Bam, <laughs> right into his face. Well, that wouldn't explain <laughs> the bones that had been stuck vertically in the ground. Mm. They, they There's obvious, like, they've they've even simulated, like, okay, could this have been caused by heavy equipment driving over the site? Could this have been caused by anything... You know, non-human, natural animals chewing on them, stuff falling tigers. on them, and they're mm. they're coming up with probably not. Uh, that wouldn't <laughs> have been modern humans that could have done that. Um, Homo erectus, possibly. <laughs> but that's pretty awesome. This is definitely something that is a weird anomaly, and should be taken with a grain of salt until further evidence is discovered but is still fascinating. Yeah, I've been rather skeptical of the whole story myself. Yeah. It sounds a little too much like somebody ran away with the headline. <laughs> Everybody covered it. Yeah, but the fact... Everybody. Yeah. All right. Still, hmm. And feedback um, from Christina oh via email. Back to the feed. My friend found this in her coffee can this morning between the seal and the lid. It was a brand new can she purchased from Club Foods in Redacted, Minnesota. 
She did not ask me to redact that. I chose to because uh, that might be a little too identifiable. Um, she's not okay. religious. It scared the shit out of her since it was early in the morning. Thought you might be interested to hear about this. And uh, I will have it in the show notes at atheistnomads.com slash 197. Um, it reads, death, it happens every day. And this was over a picture of the Grim Reaper. Not what you want to see in your morning coffee. Right. The no. Grim Reaper and death, it happens every day. And then the back asks, asks the reader to accept salvation, and it's from the Fellowship Tract League. I'd be tracking those guys down and <laughs> suing their ass for tampering. Man, I mean, between the carrot and the stick, that's some serious fucked up stick action. Well, Ugh. what it makes me wonder is who put that in? Well, I would Somebody assume Somebody who that worked at the store. Did. Oh. Oh. Well. I sure, I, yeah, that would be something to look into if any of the people that work at that store also go to that church. Yeah, I would have gone straight uh, back to the place and say, the what the hell, guys? Fellowship Tract League is based out of Ohio. Huh? Yeah, I mean, that could so, have been printed off from... That was printed off and distributed to a church. Okay, so maybe it's kind of like Chick Tracks where, mm -hmm. you know, they get sent out. Yep, yeah. Like that. So... Some supervisor at that store needs to know about it. Uh, definitely. See, people are proselytizing with your coffee. Uh, I would also file a complaint with Folgers. Can't. They didn't do anything wrong. They didn't Still, do anything wrong, but they need to be, be made aware that their product is being sold at the store with that in it. Uh, it probably didn't come like that from the factory. But, uh huh. But you know. I guess it's, I wouldn't it's complain. Good to get... I would notify. Yes, notify. Um, no, no. Actually, I would complain, make a big fuss about it, so that they will take it seriously. Um, if you just notify people that something shitty happened, they are likely to ignore it. If you complain, managers are more likely to take it seriously. I oh. know from experience from when I was a manager. Question: Was this posted <laughs> on Reddit? <laughs> Do it. R slash atheism definitely needs that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it was on there. No. Maybe I just read the email. Yeah, you, you got oh, the email. Well, I got confused. Yeah. Definitely, this needs to go far and wide. Uh, uh, yeah, it's... it's it, Everybody needs to know about it. The store needs to know about it. Their headquarters needs to know about it. And Folgers needs to know about it. Because Folgers probably doesn't want their coffee being distributed with death. It happens every day. <laughs> like Folgers in your cup. Death. Yeah. And we got two voicemails from Greg. Oh, boy. I am only going to play the first one because the second one is even longer. <laughs> Hello. My name is Greg Fisher. I'm from Auburn, Alabama. And God is first in my life. I would just like to uh, go over a few things. Uh, pretty cloudy subjects and where we uh, live in the world and probably sooner or later we'll die in this world if we live long enough you have global warming you have asteroids you have pandemic uh, threats you have fungus among us you have uh, oh in what is that uh, engineered diseases you have nuclear war, and we haven't even mentioned Jesus Christ returning to earth, killing everybody bad and saving his Christian children. So the way I look at it is uh, some pretty bad stuff, and uh, being a Christian is just not really a bad idea. It promises eternal life, and uh, it's one of the great benefits, along with some really good teaching and a promise for light forever and ever and sharing Jesus Christ and uh, I'm going to have to call back and I'll break it down a little little better. All right. <laughs> okay, I, I need a couple seconds on this one. Okay. <clears throat> uh, first of all, um, all those things are bad and you know what? Uh, I think he was trying to say that, you know, our world's going to end at some point. But, you know, we don't have to hasten that. 
and you probably sound like you got grandkids, Greg. So don't you want to give them a, a, a good world, a inhabitable world, one that they can live in uh, and their kids and their kids and their kids. And no, it's going to happen in his lifetime. But yeah. It, and well, second, I mean, how do you know? I mean, if you're born in India, you'd, you probably wouldn't be Christian. If you're born in, in, you know, Israel, you'd probably be a Jew. If you're born in anywhere else, yeah. <laughs> how do you, and even if you were born a Christian, how do you know you're that, like, how do you know your God is the real God? And like, just cause you feel it, just cause it's, it's down deep down in your heart. Or like all those other people feel the same way about theirs. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I mean, come on. I'm sorry, Greg, but I appreciate your your message. You seem level headed, and I like your accent. But uh, you know, think it through a little bit, man. Yeah, you know, and I was Christian for most of my life. I'm approaching ten, the ten year mark for leaving Christianity. Right. Uh, yeah, and I don't believe it because I can't. I wanted to. I wanted to be a Christian. I was preparing to be a pastor, to preach the gospel, and I couldn't believe it. No matter how much I wanted to, no matter how much I hoped, no matter how much I prayed and begged God to give me faith, I couldn't believe. You guys are giving this guy way too much credit. Okay, one, (laughs) this guy's probably never listened to a single episode of this show. Otherwise, he would have known some of this stuff. <laughs> um, and then, okay. And two, he's probably calling up every random atheist podcast that he can get his little grubby hands on and leaving these voicemails just because he thinks he's doing the right thing. Oh, but really, it's just annoying. <laughs> he also called at what would have been five a.m. his time. Yeah, yeah, and that's bizarre. It's bizarre and unhealthy, and you should probably go outside and go spend some time with said grandkids instead of wasting your time trying to convince people who are on this podcast to vent and bitch about your religion in the most unconvincing manner possible. <laughs> now, I do want to address a couple of other things. Um, the fungus among us. Um, yes, that is growing under a huge chunk of the state of Oregon. Ah, I love that stuff. I have been in that part of the state that I, don't think I am that's the fungus from. He's talking about though. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the that's fungus true. among us tell. is vague. So best I can tell, if there's a fungus among us, it's the one growing under Oregon, and it is perfectly harmless. Spores. I can assure you of that. Um, the engineered diseases are not a thing. Engineered cures are. Yeah. Yeah, but nobody's engineering diseases, so sorry, that is just a flat out... Well, maybe North Korea, but... Nobody's engineering diseases. (laughs) North Korea doesn't have the capability. Um, They're too focused on nukes. And yeah, it's just not a thing. Uh, The risk of asteroid is present, but minuscule. Tiny minuscule. And far more likely than Jesus. But the risk of asteroid, there is a solution to that to help protect us from it. We can develop real solutions to that problem, ways to redirect them so they detect first and then redirect them. And that is actively being worked on so that we have a way to protect our planet from space rocks and climate change. Yeah, that's scary. We need to fix it, but we have to fix it. All of the real problems you mentioned can only be solved by human actions. And by not sticking your head in the sand. Yeah. And certainly more realistic than the boogeyman who's going to come and, oh, but not you, you know, kill everybody except for the good ones. Well, yeah. Who's the good ones? You? No. Sorry. Good ones don't call up random podcasts and harass them with meaningless tripe. Mm. I'm tired. Can you tell? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yep. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Greg, you, you, you unleashed the, the mama bear. The mama bear! Uh, George Green <laughs> has upped his patronage. Aww. Hooray! Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, George. You rock. Yes, and, and more than, and, and just as important as that, share, share with your friends. Tell your friends about the show. 
Yeah, we want more listeners. You. We want higher numbers. We <laughs> want we want to let the world know about our really geeky diatribes and yeah. apparently angry rants. <laughs> and and podcasting is is at the height of its popularity right now. It keeps it's always growing. More and more people are discovering podcasting, which means there are more and more people who when you tell them about this cool podcast with these random weirdos ranting about how <laughs> God doesn't exist, they're going to know what you're talking about and might like it too. Yay. And with the growing popularity, you might also be able to help grow the popularity of podcasts in general by getting them started with our fine show. There you go. Like a fine wine (laughs) that gets you started (laughs) down the path of alcoholism. That is now aged five years. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Well, not right now, but by the time we do our 200th episode, that will be the five-year... Actually, I think we'll be recording on the fifth anniversary of our first episode. Nice. Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Make you feel old. Pretty crazy. I was, yeah. I, I had more hair when we started. <laughs> like, I had a full <laughs> no, head of hair. No, it just migrated. I had a full head of hair when we started. And yeah, but you didn't have a beard. Now you're all beard. That is correct. And there you go. Okay, so I actually have more hair than when we started. There we go. Optimism. <laughs> Glass half full. All right. All that remains is to remind you that not all those who wander are lost. We love hearing from our listeners. You can email us at contact at atheistnomads.com, tweet us at atheistnomads, send us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash atheistnomads, or better yet, call us and leave us a message at 541-203-0666. We might even play it on the show. You can also help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or your podcast directory of choice. 